Here we go. Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Welcome everybody, this is uh, guest day uh, here. Kathy, we have another privilege of uh, having some neighbors of yours. Uh, yes, Bernie I love when Darryl, we get New Englanders uh, up here. Poirier, is that how you pronounce your last name? A Poirier. Poirier, yeah, French. Uh, are you French Canadian or just French? <laughs> yeah, my parents were French Canadian. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. So you guys live in Rhode Island. Where exactly do you live in Rhode Island? Um, if Rhode Island has any what you would call the sticks, that's where we live. Okay. <laughs> we're kind of away from away from the city, and it's about uh, it's about a half an hour to do anything mm -hmm. so that's that's uh but we enjoy it here it's just it's just lovely yeah. just wonderful to live here i've lived here now for about 32 years so mm. i better like it i guess yeah what what main town are you guys near what big town it's are you called near? foster oh yeah foster. and it is right near the connecticut line just it's to mm. direct west of providence okay all right well we know where that is it's beautiful up there um uh, we've had, we've had several guests from rhode island so <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fun to have them. Uh, well, uh, Bernie and Daryl are good friends of ours. They had attended a retreat up in New Hampshire uh, several years ago, and they've learned how to walk with God. And, uh, and now you're uh, actively giving it away, which would be fun to share. But to start with, why don't you each share with us, how did you individually come to know Christ? Uh, and each of you can go you know, one at a time and just share with us, how did you personally come to know Christ? You want to start? Or? Yeah, okay. I'll start. Um, I first came to know the Lord in, uh, when I was 18 years old. Um, I was brought up, uh, brought up Catholic and, um, and really was kind of an altar boy, was friends with the priest, a um, lot, of, lot of those things there. But um, what happened is that uh, uh, I was close to my sister who was two years younger than me. And uh, her, her husband was actually my best friend. So um, one day she just comes up to me and she says, Bernie, come here. You got to come listen to this stuff. Uh, so I said, well, okay, well, what is it? She says, you'll see, come on. <laughs> so we went, to, um, we went to this house, which is about a quarter of a mile from where we lived. And uh, one of the high school teachers, his name was uh, Dr. Faxon, was conducting a Bible study on the gospel of John. And so when we went in, we started listening and, and uh, you know, talking about it. And uh, we realized something's just drastically different of what goes on with these kind of things as what we were doing in, uh, in, in our church where we were. Uh, mm -hmm. So we continued going and um, it turns out that, um, that as we kept talking about it, there was about 20 of our friends that joined this Bible study and all came to the Lord right at that time. Um, and so what, for us, it was just like a big party all the time is that, uh, my friend had a, had a house on the lake and his parents were living down in the Caribbean. 
so we had a lake house. I'd bring my guitar. We'd start singing songs. We'd, uh, we'd pray together. And it, like, it was like every day was just a, a party in the Lord. It was just so fun and exciting. And uh, uh, the teacher who actually put on this Bible study actually lost his job the year later for having done so. Um, so we've con I've contacted him a number of times over the years and just to, just to thank him, uh, for what he had, for what he had done. Um, and as it, it was weird because we were just having such a great time with it. Uh, my, my mom and dad were a little upset at first. Um, but when they started seeing the changes in my sister and myself, um, they, they realized, well, maybe this is not so bad it it uh it stimulated their walk with the lord and both my mom and dad probably a year or two later uh gave their hearts to the lord and we just mm -hmm. saw this line of of salvations that just came out of this one man's bible study wow uh it was just it was so incredible it um it, and and i look back and and you know my my brother-in-law has passed away unfortunately but uh, all the other friends who, who were with us, they're still walking. Uh, so what this man did was extremely effective. And for me, it was life-changing because, um, uh, because what it did was I, was I was working for my dad at the time. And, uh, and I realized that, you know, the Lord just kept pulling my heart towards going to this place to, to serve as a, as a Christian brother. And, uh, and it kind of got me away from from doing what I was doing, which was not nothing really good. Um, mm. So all through the years, I, I'll tell you, my walk, I've just enjoyed my walk with the Lord. It's had ups and downs. Um, uh, but here I am. Here I am, uh, you know, 40, 46 years later, wow. uh, still serving him and it's yeah. still enjoying it the way that I did. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Can I ask, was that in a public school that the teacher was meeting after hours or something to lead this? Study yes, it or? was. He was a science teacher for the North Attleboro, North Attleboro High School. That's um, yeah, but he was doing it at his house. He wasn't doing it at the school. Right. Okay. And um, so I was, I was a little bit older than my friends. And so they were still in the high school. Uh, and it started a big, a big to do at the high school because here were all these kids uh, carrying Bibles around the high school that was just not not seen anywhere <laughs> in our town at that point so the, so they were the they were the radical bunch of of, of the of the group but what what a great testimony fun. though even to his faithful yes you know like you I'm so glad that you've kept in touch with him and encouraged him over the years the ripple effects of him doing that are huge that's so beautiful yeah, it, it is wonderful. And I, you know, it's like, I don't need to go into it, but all afterwards, the ripple effects just kept on going. A whole group of friends in Fall River uh, mm -hmm. gave their lives to the Lord. It was just like town after town when we met people and they would just invite them, come on over, come on, sing with us. And they would just, people would be, were coming to the Lord. It was just beautiful. It was just incredible to see. That's beautiful. I love it. What a great story. Daryl, how about you? <laughs> well, um, I also was brought up Catholic. Um, I guess you could say, I don't want to say I was a rebel, but <laughs> yeah, but you were. Um, <laughs> yeah, I probably was. Um, <laughs> but um, I remember um, one of the things that you have to do is go through classes called CCD classes in order to make your confirmation in the Catholic Church. And it was interesting because 
Um, I guess I asked way too many questions that the CCD teacher couldn't answer. So the nun called my mom and said, please don't have your daughter come to CCD class anymore. <laughs> so that's kind of, that was the start of my walk with the Lord. Cause I kind of knew that he was always present with me. I mean, I didn't really know who Jesus was because they didn't really tell you um, about him, but it was interesting because I always knew he was there. I always kind of knew something was like mm. prodding me inside. Um, and I think some of the questions I came up with, I was, well, now I look back on them and say, you know, where did those come from? Because yeah. I don't know. Um, so I never really pursued it any further. I just, you know, kept going to Catholic church, never really had any um, Christian friends, if you will. Um, so what ended up happening is I walked away for a while just because of some of the things that I saw going on that just didn't compute right um, with me and with, you know, what I was told. Um, and so I walked away for a long time just from everything. And then um, went to Bryant College and there was, well, it's Bryant University now, but went to Bryant College and there was a, um, a priest who was teaching comparative religions. So I took the class and he was very interesting, very informative, gave a lot of good information. And I ended up starting to go to that church, which, which was an Episcopal church. So fast forward to 26 19, years ago, 1995 yeah. <laughs> when I met Bernie. <laughs> um, and he actually kind of steered me into the direction of, of Christ and the Lord. Um, we started going to um, Ocean State Baptist Church, which is a church in our area. And we were working. Um, they used to have purity conferences at our church to mm -hmm. try to keep you know, teenagers on a purity track instead um, of, you know, being like the world. And um, we worked that conference um, and there was a, a worship band in the um, sanctuary and we got to, you know, go in and listen for a little while. And it was there at that conference that I heard the Lord pulling and tugging at me. And mm. that's when I gave my life to the Lord. That mm. was at that conference. Wow. So, that's yeah, how, so that how, was, how old were you then? 95. Yeah. So that would um, 95 years old. That's amazing. No, <laughs> no, that's, that's, no, that's, that's, that's yeah. 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 My dad's actually 95. 95. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have good genes. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> No, so, so it would have been 20, 26 years ago. 26 years ago. So 50, I don't know. You're the math person. Yeah. It, so you'd have been about in, 32. Yeah. 30, I was 30s. like 33. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah. And tell us, tell us how then, uh, and you kind of mentioned it, but how did you two meet? Uh, and both of you can talk about your perspective on that. And then why, why did you decide to get married? <laughs> I'll start if you want. So, um, <laughs> So I guess uh, five, we, we had met uh, one time, I had a client who was, uh, was very political and would run political functions. And um, 
I had been I had been recently divorced. Um, um, my wife left and and uh, um, just kind of took off, but uh, she's back around and and we still we still talk and I still enjoy her company. But when she left, um, I had been about about five years raising four kids on my own, um, mm. and I was um, would do things kind of during the workday because. Uh, had no time at night or on the weekends. So, uh, so one evening, um, one of this client had a political function, and he used to. They just wanted bodies there, so they he would he would call me up and say, "Here, I need you here. Uh, you got?" I said, "Pat, I got from about five to six. That's all I got." <laughs> um, and so he said, "Yeah, all right. Well, come on, and you make be here at four thirty. So I got there at four thirty, and the candidate who he was who he was stumping for had Daryl working for her. Oh, and funny. so, um, so she introduced herself and said, "Hi, I'm Daryl." And I said, "Okay, hi, I'm Bernie. Nice to meet you. Goodbye." Um, yep. That was about that, the, that. was about the size of it. That was about the size of it. And about two or three years later, um, uh, there, there, another one of my clients who was also political uh, did an annual fundraiser, and uh, and so he said, "Okay, come on. Uh, you know, you don't have to pay for the ticket. I just want you there, just so, so you can talk about." You know whatever people need to hear so he was he was uh, right next door to my business and so i so i said really come on stephen really i i'm exhausted i don't want to go i i said you can do without me this time i've done this for the last eight to ten years and he, and he said all right well if you can come then make it so i went home um fed the kids got them all together um got them ready to to go to sleep my put my oldest one in charge because she could babysit for a couple of hours and so I said, I'm, I'm going to go there and I'll just stay for a little while to introduce myself and then and then I'll leave. Well, um, I was standing uh, talking to another person and uh, all of a sudden this woman comes up to me and she says, um, hey, don't think this is a pickup line, but I've met you before. <laughs> and uh, and so I so we started trying to figure out where and we and we just we decided it was for my first client. Uh, that it was at at that thing and so we started talking and talking and we um uh the the conversation just flowed so freely i felt like the lord had just blessed me with a great evening um, um and so uh so we spent uh we spent some time together and then uh after that i said come on let's go see a show uh she accepted and it just went from there um you want to add something yeah um no, well, it was, uh, we ended up going out to breakfast after the, that political function. So he didn't get home till like three o'clock in the morning. Needless <laughs> to say the people were asleep, thank God. <laughs> so that was that one. And it was, it was, it was true. It, that was the, that was what I said. So that was kind of funny. Um, and yeah, we went out on our first date and um, I had had some, friends and some cousins who had dated for lengthy amount of time and then their boyfriends like never proposed or anything like that so right from the get-go after I don't know a few months maybe yeah, a few, few months. months of dating I said you know my limit is five years <laughs> 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 if, I, if I don't get it if, I, if, if we're not engaged in five years I'm out of here <laughs> so you told you told that to Bernie? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yep. 
and, and here even and though then... <laughs> even though it was a little time afterwards i was still i was still saying i don't know if i'm ready for all of this oh yeah we, broke up for a while. <laughs> we did we actually we actually broke up for a few months um and stopped so then did the clock her. start over again <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um and and the the proposal was actually pretty funny because we used to go to um, this local place in um, Pasco that used to raise chickens. And so we'd go to the farm and, you know, order chickens and we'd pick them up and then we'd come back and you could either keep them whole or you could make them into parts. So we were, we had just picked up an order. We were in the kitchen, like literally taking yeah, apart we chickens, chickens, chopping chickens. And he's like, so, hey, you want to get married? <laughs> well, the five years was almost that so. <laughs> But you know what? It's like, I, I knew, I, I knew almost from the start, you know, so, so I was, I was convinced. It's like, every time I saw her, it was like, my eyes would, my eyes would light up. And, and actually, um, I remember one time that um, we were, we were going, I forget where we were going, but Daryl was in the car and um, I passed my sister on the road. Um, and, and she was stalled in traffic. So we stopped and we, and we said, hi. And, um, you know, and she told me later, she says, every time you're with that woman, your face is glowing. And I haven't seen that about you for a long time. And so I, so I said, yeah, I know. And this mm -hmm. was, this wasn't very much after, after we had met and, um, and I had introduced her to the family, but, um, I, I knew, I kind of knew, I kind of knew from the beginning that, you know, the Lord had brought her into my life. And, and at that point that, that was going to be it. So uh, I was so grateful for her. Um, and, it, and it, it just, and it worked out really well. Yeah. And so, I don't know, I didn't think I needed to do a whole lot of things because we had, after five years, you kind of know where the other person's at and what they're thinking, but but me, I'm I'm not a sensationalist, so it was very simple. Yeah. So you well, dated, memorable though. So you dated <laughs> you dated almost for five years then, right? We yes. did date for five years. Five years, and uh, yep. and Bernie hit his deadline, and that was it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh yeah. The that first, was it. The first time meeting his whole entire family was an experience. Well, I have I have he a large family. Yeah, he has fifteen. Well, fourteen brothers and sisters, including himself. Wow. Whoa. Well, so there's fifteen, 15 of us 15 all together. Total. That's a so, lot of people to get approval from. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And but we we brought her right in, and I'll tell you, she worked like a champ. By the <laughs> by the end of the evening, she knew all their names, and everybody was just excited about her. That's impressive. Still knew all their names, just not in birth order like he does. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've ever seen the the, the movie, what's uh, Goodwill Hunting? Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When he rattles off his name, you know, Jimmy, Mikey, da 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 that's it's like i knew where he's coming from because we would do that all the time and we could rattle off the names in about 10 seconds wow so um that's what happens in the big family and how many how, family, how many years you've been married now uh 21. 21 21 actually we just celebrated our 21st, 21st. anniversary oh happy week. anniversary um, yeah yep, friday was our anniversary yep. <laughs> and it's the same day as my two twin grandkids one one boy one girl were born and that was their party yesterday and it's the same day as trish and, uh, and dean, dean harrington oh that's oh, yeah. right i saw they They're, just they had were, an anniversary they were on a couple too. weeks ago yep. yeah. yeah yeah we they saw, were. We yeah. saw they actually they actually got married the exact same day the exact same year as us oh really that's interesting yeah. that's great 
and their story is very similar because Dean was married and Trish was not and Bernie was married and I was not. Yeah. <laughs> However, he Only didn't do it over a chicken. No, no he didn't do it over a chicken. And, he, and I don't think Dean had four kids either. No. How many kids, <laughs> how many kids do you have now? I have, we have four. We have four, four but we have five grandbabies. Five grandbabies. Oh, Beautiful. wow. Fantastic. Yep. Well, um, as you, uh, uh, you know, look at that, you, you know, uh, married and uh, for 21 years, uh, Bernie, what have you been doing uh, as a career during that time? Uh, my whole time has been uh, doing accounting. I've owned my own firm for, since I can remember, uh, since 1985, actually. And um, um, it's, I, I mean, I've, I've had, it's grown, it's the Lord has blessed, has blessed me tremendously. Um, uh, but that's, that's kind of been my career. So we, we do a lot of specialty work, um, do a lot of tax work. Um, but we, we also do a lot of things for not-for-profits and, and those things like that. It's kind of a way, in some ways, it's, it's, it's a way to give back a little bit for, for what we do, but um, I find them enjoyable anyway. Well, tell, tell us the inside scoop on what's going to happen to capital gain. Um, you know what? <laughs> Nothing until somebody says something. <laughs> uh, really, we, it, the pipeline has been very quiet. Yeah. They're so try, we, I know they're trying to get it raised. It'll be interesting to see what happens. So. Yeah, I think, mm -hmm. the, I think it was always the assumption that it would go up. Um, so it's the expectation that, is, that people are expecting that it's going to. Um, but there's nothing hard in stone, so there's no way to plan for it at this point. Yeah, doubtful it'll happen this year. No, that's good news. So everybody, you're trying to sell uh, assets. Uh, now's a good year to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you've got capital gains, it's probably a good year to do it. That's right. Yep. So um, as you guys uh, grew together as a couple, uh, you came up to retreat and learned about abiding. Tell us. Uh, your experience with abiding, and each of you tell us what does that look like uh, when you, uh, you know, we know that abiding is relationship, so it's Christ, but as you abide in the word and process things together, um, what does that look like to you personally? Because the, the, the people that we're uh, appealing to at the podcast, they hear Kathy and I express it, describe it, but they love hearing stories of, mm -hmm. well, how does that work for you? Uh, what does that look like for you? Do you want to start or do you want me? Um, sure. Um, well, the first time uh, we were with the abiding, um, it was interesting to me. Um, I had never even been taught how to do that. Yeah. Um, so it was a very interesting um, way and approach to the Bible and to hearing from the Lord. Um. I mean, I had heard from the Lord prior to abiding, um, where he had, you know, I would be reading and something would just get me and he would just speak to me on a particular verse or a particular type of, um, issue, that issue yeah, issue that I was having or things along those lines. And, um, when I came to abiding, um, I had a similar experience as Ned McCrory did. Mm -hmm. um, you had told us to go off and go into a particular verse and then do our cross references. 
and I was cross-referencing and I ended up somewhere in John, I can't remember exactly which verse it was. Um, and then when you had us come back to the table and share of what we had learned, um, I'm like, you know, I was a little ways down in the sharing line. So I started re-looking at the verse and because one of the things that came up was like, really Lord? Like I've been walking with you this long and this is what you bring up to me. And I'm like, wow, I didn't think that that was my problem. Um, and so, and it was really odd because it was, it was, a, it, I was questioning whether I was really saved or not at that point. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm feverishly looking back at the cross reference and I'm looking at it and I'm saying, oh my gosh, that, that verse isn't even part of the cross reference that you gave us the original verse to. Yeah. <laughs> so I was sitting there going, okay, what is he, what is, what does the Lord want to tell me here? And then when we finally got to me and I had shared that you had, um, Rich, you had confirmed that, no, I am definitely his child and that I am part of his family. And, um, but I don't know how to live in the land and I don't know how to live in eternity. And that's what he wanted me to try to get to learn. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. So it was very interesting because you told my homework from you was uh, Deuteronomy 11. Yeah. To camp there until I understood it. So <laughs> you camped there for a long time. Yeah, for a long time. It, I think yeah. it was like almost six months. <laughs> um, it was just funny to watch though because you could see coming out of that retreat, you could see the difference in in how she approached and processed the word. Mm. All right, mm. is is that you know she? Um, I can remember hearing before this is that you know how come the Lord always speaks to you but He doesn't speak to me. Mm. All right, and and I'm and I really didn't have have an answer for her. But afterwards, um, you know, you, you come you come back from the treat the retreat, and the first thing you know you've got you're really excited about things, but then reality kind of sets in again, and you recognize that if there's a real change or if there's not, because you know, growing up, I had been to a lot of retreats, so I I get what happens when you're all done. Um, but you could really see in Daryl a a change in her in her attitude you could see you could see the effects of the lord speaking to her through the word um the the <laughs> questions that she would ask me would just be so much different uh she became so much more secure and that's just from what i've noticed is that you know you could see a real heart change and um and you know if for no other reason uh to me it was worth everything um because because when we first started and I'll just, just a short story. When we first started living together, it was very difficult. Uh, mm -hmm. I had four kids um, and, and she was a saint to come in here, you know, uh, with me, with, with all this going on. And um, I, I really, you know, it's one of the reasons why I say I'm, I'm just so blessed. Um, but, but I, know, I forgot the point I was going to make, but <laughs> she, she came out of there. She came out of there and there was so much more, um, patience there's so much more peace in in the way that she would she would deal with the kids um and and it, and it just it just was remarkable the 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 change that occurred over in such a short period yeah um and it was funny too because when the lord would speak to me and it would be like you know i'd always run into bernie 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 do you want to oh my gosh i can't believe what the lord said to me today <laughs> <laughs> so it was very um, i was very much more um 
way happier than, you know, and very much more enthusiastic about walking with him. Um, and just, you know, you know, what are you going to say to me today, Lord? Like what's, you know, what's on the agenda, you yeah, know? Yeah. And as you, as you uh, described, um, you know, Deuteronomy 11, it was mm -hmm. months. Um, talk a little bit about, cause the audience generally has a, has a, they don't understand that. What do, what do you mean? You can, how can you spend that much time uh, in mm -hmm. abiding in something? In a chapter that nobody reads. Yeah. yeah. How, how did that, you know, describe that for you so that you could help people understand why and how that was so beautiful for you to be there until God said, you now have received it. Now you can move mm -hmm. on. Um, I think, wow. Sometimes I am, I want to know everything. Yeah. And, you know, like you want to know exactly how the Lord like wants you to walk or wants you to be in his will or, you know, wants to lead you in a certain direction. And so in order to, find I, I mean for me anyways I'm a very like I need to know I need to know I need to I need to know how this works um I ha I just have that type of a mind and so I think the reason why it took me so long is because I wanted to know every minute little detail about Deuteronomy 11 mm. <laughs> so it took me a long time um to get through it and actually I think it was because I think we we're with you in 2016 in Narragansett. Right. Um, and so I think it was probably, I want to say a couple of years after that, that I had actually gone back to Deuteronomy 11 and had started going through it again. I mean, it didn't go through it in other eight months, but, but this time I saw different things yeah. because I had you know, I had grown in my maturity and in my faith and in my walk with the Lord. So um, I think every, I think it's good to even go back and revisit um, different sections, different portions of scripture, um, you know, just so you, because I think as you grow and mature and you hear more from the Lord, you also, um, we'll go back to those things that you have done years ago and you'll find new stuff Absolutely. because there's just so much depth, depth to his word yeah. Yeah. that, um, that it was just, it was incredible. I mean, and I think it took a long time too, just because, you know, um, old Testament and Deuteronomy is not all that easy. <laughs> there's a lot of like really, I don't want to say odd things, but things that we as, you know, 21st century people don't really understand Yeah. because we didn't live, you know, we're not, it, we, we're not living in the second century. So I think just things are, are a lot different. And so when you read things, especially from the old Testament, um, you know, and I mean, I'm sorry, that was even way before the second century, Yeah. but um, BC. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, even back then, you know, people, people were living very differently than we live today. Yeah. So I think that, um, 
trying to understand how they wrote and what they wrote. And sometimes, you know, you can, you can, you can get a, you can read it and get a glimpse of what they're trying to say. But then I think a lot of times I read it and, and I kind of know that there's a lot more there than just meets the eye. And that's, that's where I think the fun part is of abiding and digging and going to different cross-references and just, you know, just really trying to understand what the Lord is saying in those passages. Yeah. Bernie, anything different for you or uh, how you approach it? Um, It was a little bit different for me. um, Primarily because I, when I first started out in, um, as a Christian, I ended up in a brethren assembly, which was, very strong teaching, um, very strong application, um, uh, but resulting in in a lot of joy and a and a great walk walk with the Lord. So, um, in a way, I kind of I kind of knew exactly where you were coming from because that that time spent with the Lord, that time that you spend with Him, really in reality, meaning that that you actually have a conversation with them mm-hmm. and he answers in, you know, mm-hmm. you just have to be looking for those answers. Um, wasn't, it wasn't new to me. Um, but, but what it did was, was that, uh, was that after, after I had spent some time with the brethren church, I spent, uh, you know, after my wife left, I spent a number of years and I call it um, wandering in the wilderness of Christianity and just kind of lost my, lost my joy. Um, so when I went there, um, when I went there, I realized that, yeah, this is, this is, this is a certain way to find it back again. Um, and so, so when we went to the second conference, um, uh, which was last year, it was, um, it was really eye-opening because the Lord, I could feel the Lord just tugging on my heart again. And that, and he was saying, you, you know, and my, I was really longing for something a lot more than where we were. And um, that second one, just, just the Lord really opened up some real answers. And yep. I'll tell you what a difference it's, it's made in our lives since yep. then. Beautiful. And as you two, uh, and I know you've had some wonderful uh, decisions that you've made. <clears throat> how did you approach discerning God's will together in unity? What, what, what role did unity, how did you process through so that you got confirmation that, yep, this is, this is God's will. Uh, and maybe you could give us an example of that. Um, Probably the latest one um, was uh, my my daughter is is buying a new house and um, historically we've we've helped the kids but this is this was a big ask um, and so and so immediately you know if if it's for me and the kids I'm I'm okay what do we what do we need I find a way to make it happen um, Daryl was much more skeptical about it and so. Um, so we, we kind of said to each other, all right, well, you pray about it. I'll pray about it. We'll come back and we'll no, talk some later. I wasn't skeptical. Maybe I just wanted, skeptical. no, I just wanted to make sure that this was something that the Lord wanted us to yeah. do. So I don't know if I call that skeptical, but well, I just wanted to make sure that this was something that the Lord was saying, okay, do yeah. this. Okay. And, and so, so basically we, we did, we go off into our corners Mm-hmm. Um, and we pray about it. Uh, she has her place every morning that she sits. I have my place and they're in different rooms so that we don't bother each other. Uh, so that we have, a, a, we have at least an hour that we can spend just in, uh, in our quiet times. And so, 
uh, as we would discuss it, well, um, I know I realized that that we weren't together. We were there were different mm -hmm. uh, aspects and different questions that are not resolved here. Mm -hmm. um, and so so we needed we needed to go back. We needed to go back. And so we spoke to you about it at one point and and you gave us some clarity as all right, here's how to approach it. Uh, so we did. We started writing down. All right. Here's all the pros of this thing. Here's all the cons. And when we were when we were finally done, um, we took it back to prayer and realized that uh, that there's a lot of things in this that that go directly to the to the some of the plans and goals that we had, but also to the salvation uh, of of members of our family. Mm. Um, and so we started looking at that way. And all of a sudden you, you could see the Lord turning each of our hearts towards, you know, towards saying, OK, if this is what your needs are, then here's what I can do to go to, to make that happen for you. Um, and then so when we finally came to the point that we says, OK, we think that the Lord is going there uh, in the same day that we were on a call with you. You didn't even know that you said it, but you confirmed it entirely. Um, you know, when when you said, well, this might be a good opportunity for preaching the gospel to the kids. We said, well, that's just what we talked about last night. You know, so we, so it was like it was like the Lord was answering it in in a way that, you know, sometimes he'll, it's something that you read. But it's but when it's voice, when it's a voice that speaks right into your ear, um, you know, it was total confirmation. And I looked at Daryl and she looked at me and said. Okay, we're ready to go. Uh, so now we were on the same page, and we could now we could do the steps that that really need to be done, uh, knowing that we're going at this together and in unity. And what a what a it's a much better feeling that it is to to know that we're we're doing this together. This is this is us. It's not just me doing it for something that uh, gets to my goals. Yep. Yep. How did how did you handle? Um... <clears throat> the uh, the places where you were, yeah, we're not in agreement yet. Uh, you said there were issues, questions, different thoughts. Um, why is that an okay thing? And how did you approach it, knowing that well, God will get us the an answer eventually. So it didn't it didn't cause difficulty when you were going through the differences. You want to take that one? Um, yeah. Um... <laughs> So let's see, I'm trying to figure out how to answer that. <laughs> how, how did you feel, how did one you feel, Daryl, uh, when the, the fact that, well, you know, because a lot of people want, well, I want an answer right now and I want to get to an agreement and mm -hmm. um, and you kind of push for it and, and knowing you guys, you didn't push for it. You allowed the disagreement to be okay. Um, I guess, why mm -hmm. would you say it's okay that you're allowing that disagreement and not pushing for well, let's go make an answer anyway. Uh, mm -hmm. And how beautiful is that as you uh, use that understanding that God, God will get you the answer as, as you described it. Hey, by the way, I'll get you the answer. So. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, I think part of it was because, I mean, it, the answer kind of needed to be right away because Brian and Matthew wanted to put in an offer on this house. Um, and just to kind of clarify it, um, in foster, if you have X amount of acres or because, well, in foster, you need 4.59 acres to build. So you need almost five acres. So this particular property that they're looking at has 113 acres and mm. two, 
of the par like there's parcels now that have been broken out because in foster you can have what they call a family compound so you can have multiple houses um, on the same property um, and so this particular one the couple of uh, the people that were selling the house had already broken out two different lots in the front as a family compound so there's two two lots that we could choose from um, so that's kind of how we got involved in this um, because we do want to, you know, build a one-story house for down the road when we get a little older and can't, you know, climb stairs and things along those lines. Um, so the answer kind of needed to be very quick, but I wasn't comfortable with that. And so as we were going to our different, you know, quiet times and trying to get an answer from the Lord. I think my quiet time was, uh, my, my seeking him was a lot different than Bernie's. Um, True. Because I was seeking more, you know, should we do this? Should we, you know, should we go in with this, with them? Because, you know, the Bible does say a bunch of things about that kind of stuff. And, um, so I just wanted to make sure that we weren't making a mistake that could hurt our relationship. Yeah. Um, you know, hurt the relationship with not only the kids, but with our grandkids right. too. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, walk gingerly into this and make sure that the Lord was saying, yes, to do this, it's, this is what I want you to do before we just like, as the old saying goes, jump from the frying pan into the fire. <laughs> so <laughs> it was kind of like, uh, once you do that, you can't go backwards. So, you know, and it'll take a long time to repair that. So um, luckily the Lord, you know, um, knew that an answer kind of needed to be quickly. Um, so obviously it didn't take months for that to happen. Right. But, you know, we just, we just, we just kind of left it in the Lord's hands, knowing that he would get us an answer in the time frame that we need it. Yeah. But that in and of itself is a big change in our relationship because mm -hmm. there were times when, when we wanted answers and we want that wanted them now. And we found ourselves butting heads mm -hmm. uh, because, <laughs> because you know what, you want your way. I want my way. Um, yeah. But the Lord has really brought us to the point that <clears throat> I'm, and this, for me, this is a this is a really novel thing that I'm okay if she doesn't agree. Mm. Um, you know, I'm I'm fine if it's if it's going to take time because um, because in the end, you know, it, and I think it's I think it's a matter of that that in the time we spent in the conferences, it reorganizes your priorities because mm. uh, wow. one thing is you walk away clearly is that God is first in my life. Yeah. You know, and then and then the second most important thing in my life is sitting beside me. Um, and if I mess up those two things, everything <laughs> down the way is going to be messed up, yeah. you know, from the kids, the grandkids, from the spouses, from, you know, and who needs that? Seeing that, done that, you know, got that T-shirt. I'm, I'm all done with that. Um, and, and so really, it, you know, for me, it was no problem while she she could have taken as much time as she wanted because yeah, except uh, Brian was rushing us. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, we had we had the outside influence. Yeah. Um, but that's all right. 
but uh, but it really it represents a huge change in my walk with the Lord and really my walk with uh, with Daryl because I I just see the need that you know that it, it may take time and we're not going to be together all the all the time but there is a process by which we can come into agreement and it really is the best way to make decisions. Yeah, yeah. And as you uh, as we finish up our time there and you describe that, um, what have you discovered? You said it's the best way. Uh, in what way is it the best way to just, why don't you just let God, God show you the answer? Uh, uh, what have you discovered about that? Um, you don't make as many mistakes. <laughs> that that's, that that's has to for be sure. repaired. <laughs> but, you know, I think, I also think you, you find, um, you know, it's, it's like some of the decisions that God asks you to do requires a little bit of, you know, of, of guts and courage to, yeah. to even say what needs to be said. Um, but in the end, um, you know, it's, why is it a better way? It's because I'm just not at odds with everyone. I'm just not having to mm. knock heads with everyone to get them to do, to do what I want them to do. Mm. I don't even, I don't, you know, it's like, I don't even desire that anymore. Cause what I want is I want to see God's way happen because it's uh, like I say, his way, is so much better yeah. than what I can come up with. That's you know, and, beautiful. And, uh, and that being the case, you know, it, it's like I can take, I can drive my car and I can either make it to the place or I can intend to crash it. Um, and I like making it to the place better than <laughs> better than the crash. Yeah. 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 And as you've uh, as you've described that, uh, you said something really interesting uh, that. Uh, and I know both of you, uh, is that, well, you're not at odds with, with each other. You're not at odds with other people. Mm -hmm. uh, interesting enough, because <laughs> you don't have to be. Uh, right. Uh, just, oh, God will get you the answer. Why don't you just wait until you get the answer? And you don't need to take responsibility for somebody else other than, as a couple, you're saying you both have a heart to go, so that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. But even mm -hmm. other people that don't, you don't need to worry about it. You can you can uh, wait for God to show you what to do. Right, and and the timing will be right. It's it's like right. you couldn't ask for for a better timing when these decisions have to be made. It's um, but like I say, it's it's a it's just a whole new walk that we've we've just been enjoying it with each other. And yeah, it's really brought us as a team uh, so much so much closer together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. much more appreciative of each other yeah that's that's my side of it no, yeah, she could talk for herself. Yeah. i love it you can hear that in your voice even as you talk about it i yeah. love that yeah so it's been a real pleasure to uh uh you expressed it so well uh and so clearly of just what it means to walk with god and abide and mm -hmm. uh let him make decisions and uh uh you know and you and we can see it in you mm -hmm. the joy you you have great joy uh <laughs> And that's a that's a precious thing. What a privilege we all have that we get to be that. Why don't what you know? Why don't why don't all of us live that way? You know, right? <laughs> yeah. If you uh, could no. imagine a world that lives like this. Oh my gosh. What a what a different what a different world, world we'd be living in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Absolutely. we uh, we encourage you. Wish you well. We know you got lots of decisions going up. Uh, uh, Bernie and Daryl are part of a a, a church that they're uh, ex, uh, part of leadership in and having fun with that. And we'll have you back and share a little bit about that. Uh, next time because be I know that'll be down the road but uh, we look forward to seeing you guys soon up at the up in New Hampshire and uh, uh, we're excited for all that God is doing and again uh, just the joy that you have 
is a is a privilege to see. And uh, thank you so much for sharing all that. Absolutely, yeah, great welcome. to see you guys. Yeah, good to see <laughs> you. Guys, yeah, Kathy, we'll see you uh, tomorrow uh, for uh, End Times Friday, and uh, we'll we'll come back and pick up our our series. So again, Looking you guys. Looking forward uh, to it. Yep. We'll, we'll see you guys soon and uh, look forward to seeing you. We'll have you back sometime. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.